0: Welcome to the second episode of the Bookish Confession I am very excited today because today we're starting with a strong contestant I call them contestant, but it was one of the books I wanted to reread for quite a long time now Uh, So we're starting with Emma by Jane Austen Jane Austen was one of my, it is one of my all-time favorite authors I feel like I read Pride and Prejudice before the other one um, before like Sense and Sensibility and Emma but um, I wanted to them Emma just because I wanted to look at the new movie the new movie had an adaptation that was just like released on Apple and people were raving about the costume. they were raving about like the period the actors they said they were really great so I wanted to do my own opinion but I always like to read the book before so was like kind of having a challenge with myself before it was released like released so I can rent it on apple because it was like released on tuesday I think so yeah so also I was a part of a book club and it kind of motivated me because I wanted to talk with other people about the book sometimes it's very very fun to just have someone to be compare opinion maybe understand deeper because when I read it I'm rather it was because like i saw it in my grandma's book so she has this big book which contains like all the classics i feel like this is all classics because you start from antiquity and then you go to the contemporary time and they describe they not recognize but they mention all those authors that you should have read before you die so i feel like this is a very uh, classic list that you should have read before you die and emma was there and remember that Pride and Prejudice was there and that's how I came across Jane Austen and I felt that her content or maybe how she was writing or even like the genre was less intense than other books and it was really in my opinion one of the best because I love romantic comedy but I love to have something in between the lines, you know, not just like something funny, something light, but something that you can really understand. Maybe the woman at that time, but also maybe some topics, problems, consequence, or even normal situation that happens to women. Such example as um, Little Woman, I feel people sometimes look at it and feel like it is very big, and maybe it only talks about like the normal life but i just i really love i just really love to dive into those stories because i feel like you get to know maybe a little bit more of what those women were going through at that time so maybe people will be like oh this is only fiction but i don't mind i feel like you can grasp a little bit of woman's problem or woman's like normal day-to-day life and also jane Austen. um characters are very i will say unconventional some people are more conventional depending on like the character but i really like that she sometimes she plays with convention norms and everything so it's very funny to see those characters just come to life and sometimes you recognize yourself in it anyways you're gonna see with emma i feel like we can everyone can a little bit recognize themselves in this character so yeah that's pretty why that's pretty the reason why i wanted to read emma also maybe we can jump to like maybe general information well, for some people i wanted more of a, a summary of what happened in emma so emma was written by Jane austen in the beginning of the 19th century and they say i say they say because the author wrote like the introduction in my book said um, that it was like her last book and she said that people maybe will not like it anyways we're gonna discuss it afterwards but yeah I was very very shocked about that information because for me Emma was kind of relatable so maybe it's because she um she may be more modern women than other people but anyways I am <laughs> um, I feel like Jane Austen is maybe Hard on herself, but anyways, you yes. So, the summary how I can describe this book is very, I felt it, if, I felt like it was very funny, it was light, it was perfect for that like, transition into like maybe more um, fun read Because in summer, I feel like we need those little like romantic comedies to just like have some fun, <laughs> have some fun, and read it in the sunshine, having like the sun. flowers coming anyways i just felt like emma is the perfect spring to summer book anyways and it begins with emma she's the protagonist so she you will have a lot of character maybe this is some of like less maybe negative maybe people don't really like that point but there is a lot of characters in jane austen books so sometimes you see Mr. Lackley, you see Mrs. Elton, and you see all those characters come together, and it can be a little bit difficult to figure out who is who and who talked to who at this point And think so, yeah. Maybe this is a negative point, but I really like it. It gives a lot of dynamic to the story, so it really depends on the point of view, maybe your memory. Anyways, so it starts with Emma. Um, she kind of tried to match mix match everyone in her entourage so it's very funny to see how she has a conception of her friend or maybe taste of her friend but she's kind of really clueless about it because she matches she's matching people to get married but she takes pretty bad decision about it so at first she will match her friend ariette which has kind of a weird background what i mean is that her you don't really know who's her father or her mother at that time. It's kind of a problem because you're supposed to marry in the same social status. So that kind of blank space, or weird, they don't really know about it. It's it's difficult for them to make a good match to get married easily. So she met her, she met her friend with Mr. Elton, who is like, I feel like he's more a new rich. Cause he doesn't have like a lot of land or property compared to Emma's family so one of m- her one of my favorite quotes is that she kind of said that yeah the problem with him is that he doesn't they couldn't get married Mr. Elton and Emma because he doesn't have the same social status so he doesn't have the same property as her family and everything so uh, it was pretty funny but yeah one of my favorite quotes <laughs> and so you kind of go from like understanding how Emma is kind of clueless about people maybe loving each other or maybe the best match or maybe wanting to improve someone when she's supposed to improve herself. I feel like this is one of like the key storyline she needs to improve herself but she has to go through all that kind of um, bad decision to finally grow into someone that is more mature and she kind of leave her teenage uh tendency or maybe um not tendency i want to say like action maybe reaction or decision and then come into like a more mature way to see life or maybe seeing life in a new way i don't know it was very fun so you follow her through all her mismatch or not really understanding people feeling because she's very good with people but for some kind of reason I feel like she really wants Arya to be with someone that is too high on the social status or she wants to improve her a little bit too much anyways so maybe you have it's weird because maybe while I'm explaining it you see like kind of the clueless the movie in it because it's of Emma but they take some part of it they don't take everything about it so yeah when the first sentence or how she react how she mismatched Ariad was so like share included it was yeah it was pretty surprising so maybe it's more themes that are in the book but one of the main themes that constantly is talked about in the book is marriage um maybe it is a very conventional theme but i thought it was very well uh, discussed in it so we have emma that doesn't want to get married at first i thought it was like very an unconventional decision from her uh, but maybe it wasn't a decision coming just from her but from like how she um how her sister was gone for with her husband and how her mother isn't with her father so she see how it affects her father every day and how it troubles him because you see how painful it is when Isabel, her sister comes to visit, and she she's with like a bunch of kids that they had, and he's so happy to see her and always like the father of Emma always, and Emma and Isabel, in this, uh, in this part, uh, he always wants to have Isabel attention, and he's grabbing like just a present, like he just wants her to stay with him, and this is very hurtful or painful to watch, cause um, you just see how he loves her, and even with Emma, he just wants her to stay with him, cause I feel like it just, it doesn't want really to get lonely or maybe you think that she just go away and never come back which is not emma plan or anything so when she said at first that she doesn't want to get married i thought it was very like her decision but later on in the book you see that maybe there is more to it than just like oh i don't want to get a husband because nobody's per is enough good for me or i don't really need love in my life anyway so i feel like it was very a very well discussion between maybe the character and being like oh maybe I want to get married because I find someone that I love I find someone that accepts me as I am and see me as as his equal rather than just like oh you're my wife and we're just going to dinner party together or you have to come to my house or anything like that so we have to be um you have to be the housekeeper and think because she's already the housekeeper with the housekeeper but the manager of the of their estate with her father so she's i feel like she already has all those responsibilities that come with being a wife of someone who is very wealthy but without like the love and as you can see in them in uh, the book she uh, ends up with uh, mr knightley i just want to say that from the very beginning when they started to argue about like should Ariet marry Mr. Martin, who is like kind of a very rich farmer? Um, I just knew that they would end up together. I felt like it was a classic Jane Austen <laughs> moment. It was uh, one of my favorite scene or moment in the book, and I just thought that, yeah, I was they clearly gonna get together and end up together, marry each other, cause i don't know it just felt it just fell right so when frank churchill one of her suitors or one of the guy that she's kind of interested uh when he came around i was like oh that's just a, that's just a crush it will pass on but anyway so yeah i just want to clear that out <laughs> That i saw it from the beginning anyways but yeah we love mr Nike as anyone else i think <laughs> anyway so also marriage was kind of show as a way maybe um as a way to survive because for Emma she's very wealthy or her family is very wealthy so if, if she wanted to be single and just enjoy her life and have fun in her have fun but enjoying her, her estate she can have it because it's kind of hers to have but for some other women in the novel you really see how marrying is kind of a way of surviving and I felt like it was a very great window to understand maybe women at that time um, and how maybe some of them could reach from <laughs> to the top just by marrying so we have that kind of situation with the um, character Jen Fairfax um, because she's marrying Frank Churchill uh, she has the possibility to be wealthier even though um her background what i think about background is being what like her parents are they're from like she's um, she doesn't seem to have parents so the origin of her birth is kind of unknown so for people at that time it means that she doesn't have a social status so often those people end up maybe serving other people wealthier people being governess and you obviously see that she doesn't want to be that <laughs> anyway so when she married French Churchill because he just loves her and he has money suddenly and he can't afford to just take care of her and doesn't really care about social status because everyone else around him or the person who will care is dead at that point so he's just like I will do everything I want with my money so yeah so this is how she really reached from to the top from the bottom to the top and then you see how other girls like ariette who emma wanted to not give them not give them but wanted to match with mr elton who is like wealthier than ariette never happens she has to stay with that farmer with like at the same social status they they understand that they are at the same they found out that they are the same social status in a way she at the very beginning she said that it was very fun to be with mr martin's family so i'm just like it was meant to be in a way because maybe she felt better there and you can see with like growing the maturity that she becomes like not aware but she becomes like oh yeah this is a man maybe i will always love because we have much more in common than mr elton who clearly anyway becomes someone that is boring i think in the end and we will be discussing in like my favorite scene. maybe we can just move on to the fam- favorite scene moment of the book i really like the ball <laughs> when they all get together and have that huge festivity um it's at the end of the book i maybe in the middle I really want to see it in the movie because I feel like it would be so interesting to just see how they interact because I really like the scene or maybe more the moment that's a shame I should say moment when um she always dance with Mr. Elton as we kind of understand and he's kind of pretty good but then he gets married and he gets like oh do this I can do that which is like very weird because he's like 20 something so well I feel like he's 20 something he's very he's very young so why would he not dance maybe he could just dance with his wife at that point anyways I thought it was pretty boring to just to just stop everything because he's married now anyways so we just had that kind of confrontation maybe like you understand that Emma wants to dance with him because she had a, she had like pleasure to do it before and so yeah so then you have that kind of confrontation between the two characters who you don't know what will happen and then she just like uh oh, i don't care i would just add mr knightley so i felt like she she took the power back in a way just like oh yeah this is it i will ask him and they dance and they have a great chemistry and i really want to see that chemistry on the tv it will be great i just feel it people it will be amazing anyway so this is my favorite scene, for moment maybe like the first i would say battle the first conflict between the two i really like when they argue with each other because you just see how they change through it so they're really growing maturity while mr knightley or their their relationship is growing because at first he's very like this is this is the right decision stop arguing with me and she's kind of fighting like a child just being like oh i don't care whatever and then she just like really comes through with like good arguments and even though you kind of see that mr knightley is always right about relationship and never thinking about like Ariette should be with Mr. Martin, or friend Churchill shouldn't be with you, or he really likes Jane Fairfax, Fairfax, I cannot say her name, I'm so sorry, Anyway, he should be with Jane, or they have chemistry together, and everyone's like, no, nah, no, nah, Frank Churchill is so interested with Emma, you know, anyways, so that's it, I just, I love Mr. Knightley, but at some point like stop being kind of a father figure or someone that always wants to give um always wants to put his decision before everyone else or to be uh, anyways so yeah he is growing definitely growing and Emma too because she's just like you see how she grows from like being like oh not not having bad decisions but just having like weird Reasoning with herself, and then she just like, I don't know, just like becomes so enlightening in a way. So, yeah, I really like it. Then, I have maybe we could jump into my favorite quote. So, I have one of them. The first one will be one that Mr. Elton, um, no, that she, yeah, Jane Austen is just describing how Mr. Elton comes back. Um, because he went away when Emma uh, doesn't, doesn't show that she likes him. And he, I felt like he was a little bit awkward about it, but maybe a little bit um, hurt about it. So, Jaina Sensei, he had gone away deeply offended. <laughs> he came back engaged to another as superior, of course, to the first. As under the circumstances, what is gained is always is to what is lost. I really like it because I just felt like Mr. Elton needed to prove that he was a great man or a great um, person to marry and he just like, I'm going to leave them there, I'm going to find a wife and I'm going to find a good wife at the same level as Emma and came back to show how good I am, how great I am. Anyways, I thought it was a very good way to um, Jonathan just demonstrate how we don't change as humans, because sometimes when people, you know, you always want to be the person who goes into relationship before your ex, you know, goes into a, rela- in a relationship before your ex, and I just felt like Mr. Elton just demonstrated perfectly how someone just want to show how they're, the, they move on you know so quickly and they move on with a great person so they're not like they cannot be aff- they're not offended anymore they just like they they feel like they're better anyways it was it was a perfect perfect role. i just love it then i really like this one this one is as after oh yeah is when emma i feel like she tried to feel better about herself about like refusing Mr. Elton so she said the hair was curled and the maid sent away and Emma sat down to think and to be miserable <laughs> and then after she's just like oh yeah I deny him just because his status of like I call them parvenu so people who like just have money right now they didn't have money from like century and century anyways <laughs> It's just so funny how she just like convinced herself that she did like she she did the right decision by refusing Mr. Elton, and she's just like oh yeah, he's just appeasing for her or something like that. So I thought it was pretty funny, and it was also a mood. She just sat down to think and be miserable. And I'm like we all need that time. Emma is all of us right now. Just sit down and be miserable also I have some more just gonna turn my page yeah I feel really like also it's feeling are warm but I can imagine them rather tangible every considerate of the subject in short make the make me thankful that my happiness is more deeply involved um I feel like she's talking about Frank Churchill at that point but it was kind of in the point in the point in the part of the novel where she got her own feeling changed for Frank Churchill when she sees that she doesn't really like him and you feel like she doesn't really like him because at some point he goes and gets a haircut and she's got a very judgmental of it. I'm like he has money <laughs> why we not go to London City to get his haircut what is what it is that it's so frustrating and it offends people so easily I don't know I thought it was pretty funny and then my last one was her own attachment I had really subsidized into a mere nothing so I love how it was it was just a crush you know when you you kind of feel lonely you can you feel like you need someone and then you desire someone that you don't really likes and then like two days afterwards you're just like oh yeah now it's just a mere nothing I thought it was a pretty good so my overall review of emma is that i really like it it was very good it was funny and they it was i always say it was good it was fun it was fun to read because people like the conversation between characters even like internal monologue were very funny to see and it was fun to see how they were growing as human they were not always just talking about like not talking about but they were just not involving like there was it was very, very great because you, you can ask yourself questions about your own maturity and how you see maybe your entourage and every the environment and how you conceive or maybe have your own your your own blindness or maybe you you are blind to maybe others other relationship you have with people or anything so it was very fun I really like it because as Margaret Treppel from the introduction said Jane Austen thought it would be Emma was will be her most controversial character and she thought that the the book will not sell but I thought it was pretty weird because when I read I could feel like everyone can relate to Emma Just because sometimes, like I said, you have a crush on someone, then you move on pretty quickly. Or maybe like Mr. helton you just like (laughs) you go out and take anyone you can get who's look as superior as the first one and you're just like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna move on faster than you so I can prove that I'm not miserable or anything like that. So I thought it was that was pretty funny about the novel. And it was pretty reliable. But also every thought, desire reaction from Emma, we all have that kind of period we still have I still have like kind a of period where I do have childish like action decisions And then I realized that, yeah, maybe someone older than me was right about this um, the situation and I should have maybe thought about it even more. But yeah, I just love Emma and I had the same thought about not getting married for quite a long time but now maybe change maybe i will change maybe if i find my mr knightley i will definitely change though i'm not rich as emma but that is just a uh, a fact (laughs) a minor a minor problem (laughs) if i can say so yeah the only thing is that it was maybe difficult to read because my um my own book was pretty small it was like a pocket version of the book and I don't know why, every time I read like 10 pages, I thought I read like 30 and I was like, oh my god, I'm on track, this is great, I love this book. And then I just realized that I was reading 10 pages and it was kind of long. So maybe if you you want to read Emma, maybe you should get a bigger, not a bucket size, but very, a bigger version. Just... this is it for this week's episode uh i could have talked about emma for quite a while but right now what i want to do is to watch a movie finally watch a movie and uh, maybe next week maybe next month <laughs> next episode i will tell you about my review about the film the movie adaptation i'm very very excited to see that so if you have any questions if you have any you want to discuss more about emma with me or maybe um, give me better information about the book that is always a good thing to do so you can hit me on instagram uh, just tap books in your research and you will find me i think you will find me anyways so have a good evening a good afternoon or even a good morning see you next episode